This is the Champions Coffee Podcast on the Vigo Podcast Network. On this show, we take 20 minutes to celebrate the champions behind higher education student support and experience. These are the individuals who are pushing the boundaries and changing student lives on a daily basis, and we get to hear their stories and their visions for the sector. Hello world and welcome to the Champions Coffee podcast where every week we have coffee with an education professional who is out there on the front lines championing students to be all that they can be. I'm your host Ben Hallett and I am also the co-founder and CEO of Vigo. For those of you who don't know, Vigo is a learner support platform that helps educators connect their students to their support ecosystem. Mentors, tutors, advisors, counselors, everything in between. And at Vigo, we really believe in celebrating the professionals who make this student experience and these student support services tick, which is why that we do this podcast. And this is another special episode that we are recording live from the AIEC conference here on the Gold Coast 2022. And first of all, we are here today with Krista Smith, our Director of Student Services at Sheridan Institute of Higher Education. Now, Krista is uh, passionate about educa- uh, quality education for students of every age. She enjoys working with and supporting students, especially international students, to achieve their goals. And without further ado, I'd like to welcome you, Krista. Thank you. How are you today? <laughs> Doing very good. Yeah. Day yeah. one of the conference, still have energy? Day one of the conference, yeah. I did get here pretty late last night. Oh, okay. that's all right. And you flew in from Perth, I believe? Yeah, yes. yeah. So it's a little bit of a trip. We were discussing this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And everything is okay with the flights? Uh, yeah, actually. I expected, we were told to expect some turbulence into Gold Coast, but it didn't end up happening. So all right. I'm happy. Okay, all right. All right. Well, that's good to hear. Um, and to kick the podcast off, I'd just like to know a little bit more about um, yourself mm-hmm. and where do you fit into the international uh, student success or education space? Um, so I'm the Director of Student Ser- Services at Sheridan Institute, and um, I probably started off in more of a registrar role um, while supporting students and then have just worked my way through the system to really focus on a well-rounded experience from for students from admissions through to their graduation and after, mm-hmm. um, and making every point of contact with Sheridan a point where they're receiving support and making sure that um, they're in a good place for their studies, mm-hmm. and that then we support them to be successful through the studies. Yeah. Awesome. And, and for the uh, for the global audience, could you uh, profile a little bit more about uh, the Sheridan Institute? Um, we're a small Christian provider okay. in um, WA. So we were started in 2014. We mm-hmm. received our first registration to offer a course. Mm-hmm. And um, since there, we've grown. Mm-hmm. Um, we now offer bachelor's courses and master's courses. And we've got further courses in with applications to register. So we're really excited about that. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations. And, <laughs> and what, would the, um, what would the typical set of students look like all, um, in, in, in charity? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, our student population is thankfully incredibly diverse. Yep. Um, so we do have Australian students. We have students from all over the world, really um, European students, South American students, Asian students. Mm-hmm. Um, we are small. So it's quite nice that we're so diverse because all of the students actually get experience working in teams with other students. You can't stay in your own Yep. particular demographic because we're so small that you need to interact with yep. other people. Yeah. 
Yeah, great. Awesome. And so uh, with the AIEC uh, conference that we are at today, mm-hmm. um, the theme here is Beyond Borders. Mm-hmm. And that really frames up the opportunity for institutions to learn how to use digital innovation and data insights to create better opportunities, progressive policies, and mm-hmm. share strategies for international students. You know, what's your take coming into day one of the conference? Um, well, we haven't had any um, of the keynote or sessions mm-hmm. yet. Those start tomorrow. Um, but I've met with some agents, and um, I think that for, from my perspective, our admissions team and marketing team and student services work really closely together. We're quite a tight team. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that every time you go to professional development like this, you're looking for ways in which those things can operate better together. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the interesting things that's really being talked about this year is academic integrity. How do we embed that in the admissions process? Um, so how do we embed um, the student awareness of student services and support in the admissions process and application process? Mm-hmm. And how do we embed awareness of academic integrity and plagiarism issues into the admissions process as mm-hmm. well? How do we make that a learning time for the student? Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Okay. And um, and oh, I, I guess you've kind of answered this. I was going to ask, how is your institution discovering or implementing um, these initiatives? But yeah. um, Well, maybe we'll actually skip back to the beginning. Uh, can you tell us about you know, what life experiences motivated you to first enter into the education space or what's keeping you here? Um, yeah, so uh, obviously my accent is not purely Australian. <laughs> okay. Um, I grew up in the States. Yep. Um, I grew up, part of my childhood was spent on reservations in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, my dad was a range conservationist for the government, so we moved around a lot. Mm-hmm. Very comfortable with the nomadic life. Yeah. Um, when I graduated from university, I was recruited um, to go teach in an international school overseas. Mm-hmm. Um as part of that process, I noticed that the students, uh, but especially our foreign staff, and foreign meaning our staff from the other parts of the world yep. other than China, yep. um, really struggled with the adjustment, really struggled with how to culturally adapt and then continue to deal with culture shock while doing life, mm-hmm. um, and really rejoicing in and enjoying the differences um, and having an enriching sp- experience. So. I moved into a staff support and student support role. And Mm -hmm. then from there, uh, my husband and I moved back to Australia. Um, My husband is part of Australian Baptist Education, which is the organization that started Sheridan. He's the executive principal there at Sheridan. Mm -hmm. The idea was always that I would come on and do student support based on what I'd done in China and design the student support off of what I designed and done with our staff in China. Mm-hmm. So um, that's been really successful, actually. I'm really, really pleased with how it's gone. You yep. never know until you get into it. But um, it's all been a, a huge learning curve, but um, really interesting and fantastic. And I love living in Australia now. Yeah, okay. I don't know if we'll always live here, but yeah. I love living in Australia yeah. now. I will, I will um, you know, say there's, you're on the, maybe the wrong side of Australia. I think you need to be on this side, the Gold Coast. Uh, but, you know, consider oh, that. Oh, I didn't know. Perth is <laughs> uh, – my husband actually asked me when we were moving, and he said, do you want to live in America or Australia? And I've been to Perth, I think, 
twice for a couple months. And I was like, you're crazy. We're, we're living in Australia. Nah. I don't live anywhere else. Why would you live anywhere true, else? True, true. So yeah, I love it there. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, the urge to move. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nomadic life coming yes. back to it. Yeah. Okay. All right. And so can you, t can you profile for us a little bit more the, uh, the student support or experience mm -hmm. activities and services that you're involved in at Sheridan? Um, so student support starts with admissions. We really strongly believe that, that it starts from that initial contact with the students. So all of our students do, and this is going to kind of, when agents hear this, they're going to go, oh, that's what we do for immigration, but ours mm -hmm. is different. Okay. It's a genuine student evaluation form. And it's basically a short answer form. Mm -hmm. And we really encourage the students. What we're looking for is not gramma grammar correctness. It's not proper spelling or punctuation or the perfect answer. What we're looking for is personal, specific connection to the course that you want to take and to why you would choose Sheridan to do that mm. course and to why you would choose to do that course in Perth. Mm -hmm. You know, Because it is quite far from other places in Australia. Yep. Um, and that, that is our initial sort of student support. This is where we start to get to know the student. Everybody in our student services team reads those GSEs yeah. and we go, okay, this is the person. Now, after that, we do an interview. So for students who are all around the world, we do a zoom interview. And okay. so we see the student, they see mm -hmm. us, they know faces that they're going to see on campus when they get there. And that's really important to us. Mm. Um, and thankfully, we also work with Study Perth. They have a meet and greet at the mm. airport. So we encourage students to take advantage of that in that yep. interview. And from there, student support just kicks off. Yeah, um, and so we see it as really a holistic aspect. The faculty get in contact with me if they haven't seen a student in two weeks, since they mm. haven't seen a student in two weeks. And I immediately go to work. Yeah, okay. What's going on? Why haven't we seen the student? Yeah, yeah. Um, how can we get in contact with them? What support do they perhaps need? Mm -hmm. Is it academic? Is it financial? Normally when a student contacts us for one kind of support, we always talk about the other kinds of support. Yeah. You're talking to me about financial stress. Chances are counseling mm. or academic support or something else could be required because yep. usually one kind of stress is connected to others. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's typically not just one factor. It's about five factors. And yeah, yeah. definitely a big part of our work is, you know, they might be showing their head uh, by you know, coming in on the first year mentoring uh, program all of a sudden mm. at like 11 p.m. on a Thursday night. It's like, mm, okay, there's probably a bunch of other things going on here and maybe there's a part to play for that peer mentor, but maybe there's going to be some need for the counselor or the other advisors to reach out as well. Yeah, we... Um We've trained several of our students in mental health first aid, yeah, right. and then we've also trained several of our staff in mental health first aid, and I'm a mental health first aid instructor. Yeah, right. So we're trying to make sure that the people that the student might talk to in the midst of that stress yeah. have that initial training yep. to help a student through that moment, and then how do I refer them on to student services yep. so they're getting more in-depth and well-rounded care. Mm, yeah. I love that too because it's... For the students who are getting that training, that's mm -hmm. a, um, you know, you've just invested in them. That's a big resume building thing for them. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic, and I love the fact that they'll do it. Yeah, because um, it's it's a big two day thing, or potentially a couple weeks, depending on how you break it up. So it's it's a big time commitment. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, 
if I'm looking at a resume um, and they look identical, but this person can be, you know, an additional layer of support for my institution. Um, yeah, I think that adds a lot of value. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and Great. that's how we look at it. That's how we encourage the students to take it. Okay, all right. And so, with that in mind, um, you know, what's your three-year vision for the student support services and activities that you're involved in? Where are they going? What would it look like at Sheridan in three years? Um, we'd like to embed, there's another institution that does this and we love it. We'd like to embed um, the capability within our student management system, which is where students sign in and change yep. their contact details and everything, um, for it to ask them how are they feeling on any given day. So they mm. sign in and they have a few smiley faces and they click a smiley face to say, this is how I feel today. And that combined with attendance and work they've turned in would give us some data indicators on how each student is doing as we build. We're yeah. quite small now, so I, I can kind of eyeball every student as they walk through the door and see how are we yeah. doing, you know? Hey, do you want to sit down? You look like you could use a chat. Um, but in the future, we'd like to have that as well. And during COVID, I called every student every week yeah, while wow. we were in lockdown. Yep. Um, and what I noticed was that some students, when they're in the safety of their own bedroom, are more likely to have a longer conversation with mm. you on the phone. When they have to sit in a room with you, they might feel a bit yeah. confronted. Um, so some students who are quite extroverted, they'll come in, they'll talk to me forever. You know, that's great. I get real contact with them. But our more introverted students tend to be more comfortable on the phone than they are in person. Yep. And so all of those things are building kind of that awareness but another thing we'd like to do as our facilities grow we're going to have multiple areas and we're aware that sometimes in the institutions you lose contact with student services because you have to go to a place to see that person and you only see them when you go to that place mm. so we would like to have student services on a rotating basis in every building so to have a desk in every building where mm. a student services person is there for a few days a week at least yeah great yeah. okay mm. awesome um, and final question, um, so what would be your advice or encouragement um, that you would give for a student, uh, particularly maybe an international student, about to uh, begin their journey at Sheridan uh, in, in the next year? Um, I think my advice for all international students, uh, whether they're at Sheridan or not, um, I hear this story over and over again that students say, there was support, but I didn't interact with it. Um, I do find that students wait until things are quite dire to actually mm -hmm. respond to efforts to support them. Uh, student services, all the professionals I've met in student services are there because they genuinely, their heart aches for their students. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No so um, I think I would say to international students, respond to the mm. efforts um, to support you. And when you get those emails that say, um, please come in, go in, make an appointment. They really do want to see you, mm. even though they may be in a particular location. Um, and you may have to persist a little bit to get that appointment at some larger institutions. That can be, it's just a factor of being bigger, yeah. but please do it because at the other end is the support that you need and your success. Oh, I completely agree. Mm. I think, um, you know, it's they, you know, if if the service that or the support that's coming at you isn't what you need, tell them because they mm. want to know, um, mm. and they will they will switch it up. They will give you something more than that if that's what you need. 
Exactly. Yeah. Yes. They are really invested in student success. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I love this podcast. I think <laughs> we have to talk about that and find that out. Well, with that in mind, uh, we have come to the end of our uh, brief, brief chat here. So um, thank you so much, Krista, for taking the time um, to share your vision, your stories, um, your encouragement. Uh, for everybody listening, this has been another episode of the Champions Coffee podcast. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes or go into our backlog or future, um, you can basically go to any of the, uh, the major podcast platforms and have a listen, or you can go to the Vigo LinkedIn as well. So with that, thank you, Krista. Thank you.